0: And welcome to the Pinch of Magic podcast with me, Rebecca Newin. So today I want to talk about something that I used to find really, really boring, but as I've got older in my forty-four years, I'm really starting to value this so much so that I've dedicated an entire part of my book that I'm writing at the moment. To this exact thing, and the reason I want to talk to you today about this is because I I have a group called Manifesting with Momentum, and every week I do a little mini podcast saying this is what the moon's up to, this is you know the energy that it's in, this is how you can use this energy to really like propel your um, your intentions, your manifestations forward, and we work with the cycles of the moon. And I love working with the moon. In fact, I can't believe I've not done a podcast on the moon. I really need to <laughs> to do lots because when we work with the moon cycle, every month it allows us to go through like that the energy of growth so with the new moon we set our our intention so that was last week today we step into the first quarter moon which is about taking big bold action then we celebrate those actions next week with the full moon and the, the week after that when we go into the waning energy we get a chance to review what's working for us take forward what is useful and get rid of the rest but today the um, moon is in that first quarter moon. So it's the energy of growth. We set our intentions last week with the new moon. Um, We rested, we nourished ourselves, ready for this moment to take bold action. And I always love this energy because it does have that energy of growth. Think of um, the, uh, the season of spring. It's like anything is anything has potential. It's like, we are ready, we are courageous, let's go kind of energy. And so we look at our intentions and we think, right, what is that next step we need to take for our intentions? But today, the additional like astrological energy with that is Virgo. And so when when we're joined with something like Aries in this energy, so we've got the the fullness, the growth of the moon, plus the fire of the ram. It's like we can take bold action, don't have to think about it, just leap. We have the courage and the ability and the fire to drive and see and power through with everything. However, today we have the energy of Virgo, which is almost the opposite of that energy. Instead of taking big, bold action, leap first, think later, this is saying, Do you know what? Let's just take a moment to think about this. What is the plan that we need to make your intention reality? What is it, the habits that we need to instill? What are the details? And I thought I would do this podcast today because I think it's a really interesting energy and I think it could be something that's sometimes overlooked. Um, I have no Virgo in my birth chart. (laughs) You look at it and it is decidedly empty of planning. My partner, on the other hand, he has a chart full of virgo, so much virgo. we often laugh. If you look at my work desk, it is just very creative. I use the word creative instead of messy. it's full of stuff, you know various projects on the go, lots of thoughts, but it is stuff there's it organized chaos with a little little more chaos, a little less organized. Whereas you go into my partner, he's got like, you know, Trello and a system called Monday, and he loves like Gantt charts and spreadsheets. Ugh. And you look at his desk. And it's full of post-it notes. But there is a system to his post-it notes. And when he actually used to work in an office, (laughs) rather than from home, when he used to wear a jacket or um, like suit trousers, he'd come home and he'd have a pocket for post-it notes that were important and ones that were urgent. And he'd even have a filing system in the pockets of his trousers with his blooming post-it notes. And so (laughs) I would just be like rolling my eyes. I'm like, oh boring, you know, that idea of planning, it's like, I want to be creative, I wanna be free, I wanna, you know, do all these things. And it wasn't until later, many, many years, <laughs> that I suddenly realized that to keep a to-do list was actually really handy. It stopped me having to remember the 17 projects that I was working on. And I suddenly realized that although I'll never be an extreme Virgo as he is, um having like a to-do list or having a plan actually isn't a bad thing. I had railed against it for like most of my adult life because for me, the idea of having a plan or a system, it just sounded so boring. It sounded like it would um, like dampen my creativity and that it was, oh, I don't know, I just wanted to rebel against anything that I thought I should do. And it it took me far too long, it's a bit embarrassing to admit, to realise that actually that supports you when you have a system, when you have a plan, when you have a you know, something in place. It allows you to relax into it on days when you're like, oh, I'm not really sure what to do. You can have a look at your to-do list and all the thinking is already done. And so I am now a bit of a convert, not that much of a convert, But I do like a plan. So this Virgo energy before I might have been like, oh, how dull and how boring. Now I really recognise the value in it. And I guess because I have less of it in my jar, it's really important for me to work on these things. So the book that I'm working on at the moment, it's so close. Well, it would be if it didn't need you know, it's third round of editing, but we're getting there. It's getting there. But it has a whole chapter, a whole section of the book dedicated to magical habits. Because again, habits was something that I was like, oh, boring. Because my brain, personality, whatever, the idea of doing something every Tuesday at two o'clock just bores me. And whilst I know that might be useful and works really, really well for many, many people, it works for me for about a month and I get really bored. And then I end up dreading that thing that I've got planned at two o'clock every Tuesday. So I'm not talking about habits in a way that is very um, rigid or even prescriptive. But I am talking about what do you need to support you? Okay. And that's the part that I want to focus today. So don't worry what you, you know, I'm mean, going to use the word like habits or, you know, details or things like that. And don't get too caught up in that and roll your eyes and go, Oh my God, Rebecca, that's so boring. I mean, obviously I'm totally judging and projecting my own thoughts about this. Um, but this is, I want you to, to have a look at this in a, in a new light in this Virgo energy right now. So when you think of your intention that you set last week, And you think about the action that you need to take to make that a reality. What habits do you need to start doing to support you become the person that has that intention? Okay, every day we do things habitually. Think of a habit as a choice that you've made that you no longer make. So things like getting up in the morning, brushing your teeth, having a shower, having breakfast, um, exercising, perhaps those things that we just do habitually because we want to be clean. We want to have fresh breath and clean teeth and no cavities. And, you know, we want to be fresh and clean and not have flies buzzing around us. And so some things we do every day, we don't have to think about every single decision we make every day. We make thousands of decisions a day. We don't need to think about and critique every single one. Some of them were like, yep, every day I want to brush my teeth. Every day I want to brush my hair. Every day I want to wash my face. Every day I want to have a shower. Whatever it is, it's like, what is it that you need every day just to do? But there's also things that we do habitually, decisions that we've made once that we no longer make anymore that aren't so supportive of us. And I don't know, they could be like scrolling on Facebook, having negative thoughts, um, like staying on the couch longer than you wanted to, whatever. It's just like there's loads of little habits every day that you do that you probably don't even notice. And so I'm going to invite you to start looking at how you spend your time and your energy. And I want you to split this into two things. I want you to have a look at like physically, what do you need? And then spiritually slash energetically, what do you need? So what I often see happen is people can go, right, I've got this intention to do it. I'm going to have to do this bold thing. I'm going to have to make a choice. I'm going to have to have a conversation. I'm going to have to start something, stop something, do something differently. And they're going to leave a situation, hand in their notice, whatever it Right? is. like, oh my goodness, I need to summon all this courage. And they can think about it for hours, for days, for weeks. And they're summoning, 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 summoning that energy. And then they do it. And then they have an adrenal crash. (laughs) And then they have a vulnerability hangover. And then they're so exhausted because they've taken all of that energy to do what they need to do. And then it stopped. And so then they don't have any energy left over to sustain them to keep that decision going. It's why so many people build up the courage, build up the courage, build up the courage, leave something and then go back to it stop that thing and then go back to it start that new routine and then quit because it's taken all of that like emotional energetic physical res- resources to do that change to do that one thing and then it stops because we love big bold dramatic changes who doesn't you know it feels exciting what we're not so good at doing is celebrating the small everyday choices that we make. Because if you said to your friend, hey, I didn't scroll on Facebook today, they'd be like, so? But if you had said, oh my God, I just like quit my job and I started this other thing, they'd be like, oh my God, that's amazing. Yeah. So remember these things that you're doing, you're doing for you, not to get the validation from other people. Those, these small steps that we're going to talk about, super boring, boring. one foot in front of the other, but it's going to get you there consistently and quicker than if you did one huge thing, crash, stopped, took another couple of days, couple of months, couple of weeks, couple of years to get the, the energy and confidence again to make another big leap. So it's like you're walking up and down mountains instead of just walking across the stepping stones. Okay. So we're going to look at stepping stones. Like I said, it's not overly sexy, But it is very, very effective. So think about from a physical point of view, what do you need? And Virgo, right now, this energy is very good at looking at health. So what is it physically that you need to help sustain you to create the intention to achieve, the intention to become the person that you want to to become, to live the life that you want to to live? Never underestimate the basics. Sleep water, hydration, food, nourishment, um, physical exercise, stretching. What habits have you created around those things for you? Now, I'm not talking about like going to the gym three times a week, unless that feels really good for you. But think about your bedtime routine. Do you have one? Do you say to yourself, right, no more electronics after this, or I'm going to have like, I don't know, a cup of herbal tea, Horlicks is Horlicks what people have? <laughs> Oval, no, it's Ovaltine, wasn't it? Um, like a hot milk drink before you go to sleep. Um, do you read some books? Do you do a meditation practice? Do you do a journaling practice, a gratitude practice, anything like that? And it's not about doing all of those things. It might be that actually uh, having a bedtime routine doesn't work for you. Uh, again, maybe it just feels too too rigid for you and that's not going to be very relaxing but what is it that you like to do of an evening just to wind yourself down so when you get into bed you're like oh this is lovely and you have a really good night's sleep okay what works for you is going to be very different from what works for me what works for other people this isn't about choosing your life by consensus this is about choosing a life (coughs) excuse me that works for you So what is it that you could do around your sleep? A little habit that tells you, oh, I'm going to have a really good night's sleep now. Because let's face it, well, again, projecting. When I don't sleep, I'm horrible. (laughs) I'm cranky and tired. Maybe you think you can get by without sleeping, but there's a lot of uh, research done about the importance of sleep. Uh, Matt Walker has got a good book, I can't remember the name of it, um, about, about sleep hygiene and its importance and it's one of those things when you read it you get quite scared that oh my god perhaps I haven't had enough sleep (laughs) maybe you choose to start with sleep maybe you don't again this is your choice think about what you do to hydrate yourself do you drink enough water do you drink other drinks that maybe strip and leach your body of Nutrients, but maybe you enjoy them. And so don't, this isn't about becoming very puritanical and like removing all of the things that you love because air quotes, it's not good for you. But it is like if you just consistently drink fizzy drinks just because that's your go to drink and you have a fridge full of them, perhaps it's time to change that and alternate between like a fizzy drink and a water or a fizzy drink or a smoothie or, you know, whatever nourishes your body. And the same for food. Perhaps you've got into the habit of, having a little piece of chocolate every day at 11 perhaps that nourishes you in a way that just like makes you feel really good or perhaps you're like yeah maybe I'm just doing that mindlessly or when if you work in an office and people bring in birthday cakes and you like there's so many people in your office that there's birthday cakes every week and it's like maybe you don't always have to have one or have one that's you know have a smaller piece if it feels you leaving tired and lethargic afterwards but again don't dismiss the the collective power of community when everyone is having a slice of cake to celebrate someone's birthday. So again, it's not about removing everything, but it's just about doing things consciously. Movement and exercise. What kind of movement and exercise feels good for you? Perhaps you're a runner. Perhaps you just like to have, you know, a gentle stroll somewhere again, it's not about five times a week, I'm going to do cardio for like three hours. It's about what is it that nourishes you? What is sustainable? Because when you have those basics in place, and again, it might change month to month, it might change week to week for you, but it's about knowing what works for you. When when you've slept well, when you're hydrated, when you feel fitter and healthier, it's like it gives you that sustainability to do more with your day, to I want to say be more productive, but I don't mean that's your only value is in to produce. But if you've, I know personally, if I've slept well, if I feel rested and hydrated and stretched and, you know, healthy, I have more energy. My mind is clearer. It's like I can do more things. I can, you know, play more. I can be more productive. I can feel more courageous in myself because I feel more confident in my own body. So what are the little things that you could do to have a look at um, supporting yourself? So when you go to make these big changes, you don't even have to. I always think your body's working really well when you forget you have one. I'm not sure if that makes sense to people, but it's like I often know, it's like I often forget I have a body because it's only when I get a twinge, I'm like, oh, my body's there. You know, it's it's like it's like a floating vessel, which is, you know, I'm very, very fortunate to have a body that works that way. But what is your, what is it you need so that you feel really, really good? And again, I want to say, and it's like this Virgo energy can be very, like very rigid and very pedantic, but I'm not talking about that. I'm just talking about using the idea of what habits can you instill to give you the, the physical stamina to live the life you want to live. And so the questions I like to ask is, what, what can you stop doing? What can you start doing? And what can you do more of? And please, please, please do not try to go, right, I'm going to get a sleep routine in place. I'm going to change my drinking habits, my eating habits, my exercise habits. Again, it's going to take too much energy and it won't be sustainable for most people. So just choose one. You know, these are habits we want to do for the rest of your life. And hopefully you've got decades and decades and decades and even more decades ahead of you. So you don't have to do it all today. You don't have to do it all this week. It's like start with one. Which one will have the most impact on you? Is it feeling hydrated? Is it feeling like... um, fit and healthy and strong in your own body? Is it feeling rested? What is the one area of your life? If you had to grade each of those out of 10, like out of 10, how good is your sleep? Out of like, how refreshed do you wake up in the morning? Out of 10, how hydrated do you feel? Out of 10, how satiated do you feel with the food that you eat? Out of 10, how like flexible and fit and healthy do you feel in your physicality? And pick one, you know, you might want to pick the one that's in the, that's the air quotes, the worst. You might, cause then any change is going to make quite a dramatic difference. You might want to pick a, a medium one that doesn't feel like such a big thing, but just pick one of those areas and make a small change because quite often we feel like we're on a particular path in life. So I live in the UK. So if I was to fly from London to New York, the plane would go in a particular direction. However, if I started getting a little bit more sleep and that changed the trajectory of my life by a few degrees, I'm not when that plane carries on that same trajectory, that new trajectory rather instead of ending up in New York, I'm going to end up much further north, yeah, and so whilst going to bed at a particular time or not what because my guilty thing is like scrolling my phone too late at night is if you just stop doing that one thing. In and, of, in and of itself, it won't feel like much. But over time, that course, that trajectory changes ever so slightly. And after a few weeks, months, and years of doing it, it's like you end up in a completely different place. It's like if you were to eat a bar of chocolate every day, and again, nothing wrong if that feels good to you, but if you just had that bar of chocolate every day, you're going to end up feeling a particular way for having a bar of chocolate every single day. Whereas if that was a habit that you decided wasn't optimal for you and you stopped it, it's like that's going to change so much about how you feel in your own body, you know, blood sugar and all the sciencey stuff about it. And it's like, oh, perhaps if you had half a bar or a square instead of an entire bar, or the same with, like, drinking water. If you're like, oh, but I don't like drinking water. And you just start by having, like, a quarter of a tumbler and then that became half a tumbler and then maybe it became a whole glass of water and the same with exercise if you're like oh but I hate I hate exercise but you just went for a walk around the block or to the end of your street and back again or around your house or whatever it was and you just started doing that tiny little thing it it, again you're like why would I bother that's so tiny but it's that cumulative effect of It might only be like to the end of the block today, but if you keep going to the end of the block for like a couple of months after that, you might go, Oh, do you know what? I'm going to go around two blocks, or actually, I quite like this. I'm going to go for a walk, hike in my local woods, park, whatever it is. And suddenly, without really too much additional effort from you, you're building and maintaining a habit of walking and exercising, and you might even start enjoying it. Now, I know they're very extreme examples. But I want you just to think about what is like that smallest change you can make. You know, we're not looking for the huge grand gestures right now. We're looking for the detail, the smallest thing that you can do that would create change in your life. Okay, so that's the physical stuff. And then think about the spiritual and energetic things. What are your spiritual and energetic habits? Maybe you have some already, maybe you don't. But we want to be looking at things like, What is your self-talk like? Do you have a spiritual practice where you can express your feelings and emotions? Now, for some of you, that might look like going to an organised religion or a church of some kind. It might look like prayers or songs or drumming or rituals. Some of you maybe have nothing like that at all to fall on, but maybe you have a journaling practice or maybe you go to therapy or counselling, or perhaps you see an energy worker or have Reiki or acupuncture. And it's like, what are you doing to maintain your own energetic health? Because when we go to make changes in our life, when we go to make those big decisions, and we sum up all of that energy, it's like, yes, we need the physical stamina to do that. But we also need the soul stamina to see it through. We need to be in alignment. Now, a while ago, I did a video, sorry, a podcast on soul vitamins. But just to give you a refresher, it's like our physical body, we know it needs a certain amount of nutrients, and we can take a vitamin and we can take a multivitamin. And we take that multivitamin, and when we take it, we don't notice any change in our health immediately. We're like, mm, okay, took my, took my vitamin, don't feel that much different carry on doing that for a couple of weeks and a couple of months, again, individually, you you might not notice, but we've just changed the trajectory slightly. And so you might notice that you're sleeping better, that your skin is clearer, that your mind is clearer, that you have a little bit more energy. And so you do that and you're like, oh, this is good. And then you feel so good, you stop taking your vitamins. And again, slowly, 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 you lose that that cumulative effect and suddenly you're like oh god I'm not sleeping so well anymore and oh actually my skin's starting to break out again and you're like oh I've not taken my vitamins and so you can start taking them again and we can do multivitamins which are good for overall health and then sometimes you might decide Actually, I need a little bit of extra vitamin D or vitamin C, and you can target particular areas or or health of your own body and so the same is the same as soul the same is <laughs> it's the same even for soul vitamins. We can do generic soul vitamins just to look after our emotional health our spiritual health our energetic health, and then sometimes we might be working on a particular project where we want to focus on a particular soul vitamin for a particular project. So when I'm talking about soul vitamins, I'm talking about those things that you can do regularly to support yourself. That might look like affirmations, it might look like journaling, it might look like mirror work, um, it could look like meditations. And so some of those things you might decide to do every day or, you know, a couple of times a week. Because the more we do something the better it becomes for us. Kind of like going to the gym. You go to the gym, if you go once a month, it's better than not going. But if you go regularly, you're going to get quicker, uh, more effective results. And so for your soul vitamins, you might want to decide to take up a journaling practice or a gratitude practice, just focusing on all the things that you are grateful for that day. You might decide to... um choose some affirmations to work on. And if you're working on a particular thing, you might make an affirmation to link in with that particular thing. Again, there's a particular way to do affirmations. Go back and have a look at the podcast I've done on affirmations in the past because a lot of people do affirmations and they do them terribly. And actually, it's really easy to make them really, really effective for you. And so, again, what do you need to start doing? What do you need to stop doing? What do you need to do more of to support yourself on a soul level? It could be playing. It could be dancing. It could be singing. Again, these things don't have to be onerous, but they can be habits that you set into your life that like every night before you go to bed, you might decide to think of three things that you're grateful for. And then as you go off to sleep, you're then in that energy of gratitude. When you wake up in the morning, you might decide to do something like morning pages, Um, Julia Cameron's The Artist's Way morning pages, where you just write three pages of whatever's on your mind just to kind of like clear your mind, like having a shower for your mind in the morning. Um, So what is it that you can do to support yourself physically and emotionally and spiritually to create the environment to give you the stamina to reach your intentions? Now, I know that I've made it sound, well, hopefully, I haven't made it sound too onerous, but it's like, what are, like, pick one thing from the physical and one thing from the emotional, energetic, spiritual that you could do regularly to give you the stamina to become the person you want to be so that you don't have to summon all of your energy to make that change, to have that conversation and then go, Oh, gosh, I'm exhausted. I I can't carry, I can't keep it going. I can't carry on. So, over the next couple of days, as we're in this Virgo energy of growth, and perhaps you feel that energy growing and expanding right now to move you further towards your intentions, it's like, what can you do to yourself to really? Nourish you to create the foundations that are going to support you, put one foot in front of the other. And like I say, sometimes it doesn't sound very sexy because we want the big changes. And that absolutely, there is a time and a place for those big changes. But right now, this week, might be the time just to focus on the details. What habits are going to support you become the person you need to be to live the intention to have the life? That would really allow you to thrive? What habits, routines in do you need to implement so that you can really express the magic of who you are so you can feel like your most fulfilled, nourished self? Because that's what we want. We want a world full of people that feel full, satiated, nourished, that absolutely love and adore themselves. And I know that sometimes gets a bit of a, a side-eye in our society when you know, people that are full of themselves are seen as arrogant. But I just want you just to remember when you feel full, when you feel nourished, when you feel expressed, heard, when you're doing the things that really light you up and someone asks you for a favour, You're like, yeah, of course, because you have more energy to give, you have more time to give. In fact, you probably don't even have to ask because you've already seen it, and it just delights you to share your like desire and love of life with other people. It you know, you feel that energy of like connection and you because you have more time for it. You have the energy, you have the emotional capacity. To contribute to more things. So, never think that any of this work is selfish. Yes, of course, we do it because it helps to benefit other people too, but it's like you deserve to feel good in your own skin. You deserve to feel safe in your own skin. You deserve to, you know, move towards the life that you want to live. And by putting these foundational pieces in place, gives you the support and the systems and the structure to do that on autopilot, to make sure that the trajectory of your life, that direction of the plane is heading where you want to go. Because when those sneaky air quotes, bad habits, those unconscious habits sneak in, they can take you way, way, way off path. So have a look at the things that you do routinely. Are they keeping you on track? Are they heading you in the direction that you desire to go? or are they distracting you and pulling you completely off track? So come over into our community, the link is in the show notes, and let us know, how do you feel about habits? Do you have habits that nourish and sustain you? Or are your habits a little bit distracting? Let's call them distracting instead of air quotes bad. Um, And what is it that you need to do more of to really nourish you? And just for fun, what is the tiniest, smallest change in your life that you could make that's going to help start nudging you back on the track that you want to be in and that could be just like rebecca i'm going to have one sip of water a day okay it could be as tiny as that or i'm going to you know walk to the uh, no, the front door and back again like three times it's not really about creating that big bold habit to start with it's about becoming the kind of person that does things to support you for the long term Because once the habit is established, I've had one sip of water a day. Now, well, not today, but in a couple of weeks time or a couple of months time or when feels right, you can then refine it. So that sip maybe becomes a mouthful, which becomes a gulp, which becomes, you know, a glass. But we don't start with the glass if that feels too overwhelming. We start with the sip because once the habit is established, we can then refine it and make it what we need it to be. Okay. So we're not looking for, yeah, Rebecca, I'm going to go to the gym three times a week. Okay. If that nourishes you, please go for it. But if you're like, do you know what? I would like to be more active, but I don't really feel like it. It's like, say, so just walk around the garden, walk around the block, walk to the shop, walk to the lamppost. It doesn't matter. Just start putting your shoes, your like running shoes on, not to run, but just to walk and just put that habit in place. Cause then when that habit is done, then we can finesse it and move it forward. Cause Again, we're doing this for the long term. We're doing this because you are alive for decades and decades and decades to come. We don't have to nail it all today. As a podcast, I heard Elizabeth Gilbert say, she's like, do the things today that your future self will thank you for. So having that one sip of water, your future self is going to thank you for it. It doesn't have to be huge. Sometimes it's those micro moments of magic that we create throughout the day where we choose ourself, when we choose our future, when we choose our desires, when we choose our intentions, that's going to have the biggest ripple effect. And also when the smaller we can make them and when we actually do them, we have that feeling of like, oh my God, I did it. I've had like three sips of water today. And it gives us that feeling of progress. Whereas if we're like, I'm going to go to the gym five times a week and you've only gone once, going once is brilliant but now you feel like you've you've failed and you're defeated and deflated and you might not want to have another go. Whereas just doing something tiny, although it might seem really, I don't know, silly or insignificant in a world that celebrates big, bold, brash, actually those small decisions are the footsteps that are going to get you there so much quicker. Okay, so come and share your inspiration, your takeaway, your habits and the smallest thing that you could do to make a difference in your life today so thank you for joining me um i look forward to speaking to you again very soon